0: A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to another tantalizing episode of the Blue
1: Line Brothers. You are listening to Frank and Fred talk about gun control, or lack thereof.
0: Yes, lack thereof. I don't know, man. From
1: where we come, gun control means something a little bit different.
0: Yeah, I yeah well, if there's a gun, I want to control it.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. <clears throat> I want to make sure I can control all of my guns.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: heaven forbid if they, you know, control me. Oh, wait, that can't happen, can it? Well, uh, the- They don't... Wait, they're still inanimate objects, right? Not according to the government. Okay. All right, well, let's get back to this pesky thing, uh, piece of paper. Well, actually, it's a couple pieces of paper that... Most of us commonly refer to as the Constitution.
0: Oh more, yeah, more that.
1: specifically, like the Bill of Rights. You know that, that you know, the first uh, handful yeah. of amendments, and, and, and but that's that's it's that that second one that seems to be a a thorn in in, in the Double Spawn spine. Oh yeah. Wait a minute.
0: Does Double Spawn have a spine? <laughs> Not these ones. Okay.
1: Okay. I, I'm sorry. I, I give them way too <clears throat> much credit at times. But yeah, let's let's go back to that Second Amendment that you just happened to read, and why do you think our forefathers actually included that within the Bill of Rights?
0: Oh, way? that awesome word, tyranny! Oh yeah, isn't that why they? Uh,
1: that's that's why they formed this country, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were they were um, literally leaving a tyrannical government within their eyes.
0: Yeah, and hmm. they had the forethought to put that in there. To give us the avenue to keep it from happening in the future, kind of like it is now, uh, we we do seem to be getting dangerously close mm-hmm.
1: to some some s- possible uh, scenarios that that just I, just not very positive. And no. that—that's the whole thing. We—we we, um, have heard some comments from various sources, not just one. Various sources, and and uh, we're not going to get into all of that stuff. Uh, but these sources make comments uh, alluding to um, the aspects of the Constitution uh, may not be. Uh, Solidified, they may not be absolute. Um, which I know to those of us that that hold the constitution near and dear, uh, those are very dangerous words.
0: Mm, Oh, yeah,
1: and it's a very dangerous notion behind those words.
0: Anytime you start poking at the constitution, or you know, you just want to shred it just a little bit, you know, well, you're getting dangerously close to finding out just how much that piece of paper means to Americans. Well, it, it And it almost sounds as if we have the same
1: people that are intimidated by an inanimate object uh, also view an inanimate object as a piece of paper, as a quote-unquote living organism of some sort. Well, like it's a, a living, breathing, flowing thing. Uh, so... I'm, I'm thinking that there is definitely a great deal of fallacy being practiced.
0: I, I uh, think what it is, it's, it's not so much the Constitution, it's not so much the guns, it's because let's, let's boil it down. The Constitution is a framework. The guns are nothing but tools. I think what the government is actually and rightfully so, scared of is we the people. It's funny that you should bring that up. Because what do... I mean... (laughs) So we the people, we are going to use that framework as our guidelines, and we're going to use those tools to... Follow those guidelines.
1: So, so you might say that we, at any given time, might form a "quote-unquote" militia, by chance.
0: Yes, a citizens' army. Yes.
1: Ah, I see. <clears throat> kind of like uh, that quote that you had read mm-hmm. as we
0: opened up this episode. Hmm. You know, and the uh, <clears throat> the original militia was a group of men banded together. For the safety of, you know, their community, their town, their um, colonies, and then later became the states. Um, That's what the original militia was. And what were they defending from? Oh, that's right. Government.
1: A tyrannical government. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the thing. We took it upon ourselves to do just a brief amount of research uh, because we wanted to kind of dissect the vernacular, if you will, just a wee bit. Uh, Obviously in criminal law classes, uh, we learn about uh, how the Supreme Court uh, rules on the Second Amendment, things like that. We once again, feel free to do research um, on your own. We are not legal scholars. uh, We are not attorneys and we do not give any legal advice at all here on the Blue Line Brothers channel. But with that said, uh, just doing a mere modicum of research, we find the vernacular utilized, or the syntax if you are reading uh, an article, or a book, or chapter, or what have you, uh, when it comes to militia, uh, it is referred to as a group of citizens, or a group of people, or a group of commoners, uh, not the organized
0: military. But there was one key word in there too. So a, mil- a militia, not only are they citizens or townsfolk, but they are unpaid and they use their own firearms. Uh,
1: by every spirit of volunteer,
0: right? Basically,
1: is what we're getting at. So <clears throat> that pretty much shoots down the argument that the militia means the military. Yeah, which is a very common
0: and argument. the the. Um, Definition of a military is they are full time, paid, and supplied. Yes. By some government. Enti- yeah, by
1: an entity known as the "quote unquote" government. Right. <laughs> Once again, we go back to one of our favorite quotes: "Knock, knock, knock. Hi, I'm from the government. I'm here to help." <clears throat> Yeah, yeah yeah we're yeah you're gonna help me all right <laughs> yeah and we work for the government <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have the insider view that that uh, many people don't have that's one reason that uh, that we discuss the topics that we discuss on the channel so yes uh, so we we do have um, basically a, a very good interpretation of what our forefathers intended um, and they were uh, great men, but as uh, we we like to say, from time to time, they were not really nice guys. <laughs> back the day because
0: so, instead of having to read between the lines, can I just say it? Well, okay,
1: but you might offend somebody, I so don't be care. careful. I
0: don't care. Okay, go ahead. so here's the deal: um, our forefathers um, would have been stacking bodies by this time. You don't say. You mean? Let me get this straight.
1: <clears throat> These guys back in the 1700s had a real problem with taxation without representation. Mm-hmm. They then dumped a bunch of tea in a harbor and declared themselves a sovereign state mm-hmm. because of taxation without representation. Right. That was, the, that, that was the straw that broke the proverbial camel's back back in the day and look at what
0: is going on right now i mean what, what has the, been
1: going on the for the
0: government a of is the the average individual is getting screwed seven ways to sunday by the government and you know nobody says or does anything about it
1: well yes now we have to be careful here we are not advocating for people to overthrow the government this is not what we're talking about. No, 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 no. We, we do not want people <laughs> to <laughs> overthrow the government. <laughs> okay. That is not what we're talking about. <clears throat> but what we are talking about, uh, are various interpretations of the constitution, uh, relating to this, uh, this whole gun control thing. And we, we go back to once again, what's the gist of our channel? It's, it's all about mindset. So uh, one who might be pursuing that superior mindset would, might ask the question, well, why, pray tell, would the government be concerned about a Second Amendment that has been within our constitutional framework uh, since day one of our sovereign state, you know, country, our constitutional republic, by the way? People say a democracy, but technically we're a constitutional republic. Uh, and once again, uh, we are not attorneys uh, and we're not going To end up uh, conducting a criminal law class here,
0: but but I did sleep in a Holiday Inn last night. Hey, that's pretty
1: close, actually.
0: That's right? Because uh, don't they have
1: those? Uh, do they still hand out those free uh, pocket uh, you know uh, car- pocket carry uh, Constitution guides? Sure. Okay. See, uh, yeah, uh, somebody <clears throat> like that that did that. So at any rate, <clears throat> but the whole thing is uh, why? Why? Would somebody be so concerned? Oh, would it be because of all of this "quote
0: unquote" gun violence going on? Hmm. You mean the orchestrated gun violence? Well, I guess it could be
1: considered orchestrated. Oh, so. wait, 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 wait! Should we pull out a tinfoil hat and
0: put it on? I already got mine on. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm
1: just curious. I mean, I, I mean, that's that seems to be the biggest argument against this. Once again, there's no, There's no facts standing behind such an argument. But, oh, that's a conspiracy theory.
0: Well, but there are no facts disproving that either. Of course.
1: Actually, we could go back. Uh, actually, well, this whole one world government idea is not new. Okay, no. so let's get this out of the way right now. Okay, we can actually trace that notion uh, probably much further back, but... Uh, Just for an easy base, uh, uh, Constantine. Okay, back in, what, 300-some-odd A.D.? Okay, Mm -hmm. Constantine supposedly was Reformed and uh, chucked the sun god away and became a Christian. Well, did he really? No. Okay, that's another part of, once again, uh, there's a whole lot of distorted religion in in this world. It's not even funny. And once again, um, all it takes is... genuine effort to research, to conduct some legitimate research, and people can find this out. So, um, oh my gosh, my pastor said this. Great. Not a problem. Oh my gosh, my criminal law instructor said this. Okay, great. Not a problem. But once again, there is research to be done. Uh, Just in my uh, brief experiences, uh, like I said, I, I love... Uh, I mean, I'm just totally enamored with Sun Tzu. If if you don't know already, and and uh, I just love the whole art of war thing. That those thirteen chapters are just, just, yeah, just like music coming from the heavens, uh, according you know the way I look at things. But anyway, the whole thing is as I delve into history. Okay, I often find uh, multiple sources with multiple answers and multiple versions of what actually happened. Okay, so it's just like today, and we go back. You know, especially in the days of Constantine, or the um, um, the Holy Wars, and, and all this uh, the the um, um, oh, you know, when the Templars were protecting the the Christians going over to try to save everybody in the temple. Oh, I won't get into all that stuff. But <clears throat> the whole thing is, there are different versions and, and different things in history. So once again, I've kind of uh, figured out that may, maybe I need to take. Uh, Under consideration, more than just one or two sources of whatever topic of which I choose to study. And oftentimes I find that there are different versions, and then uh, sometimes we call it going down the rabbit hole, so to speak, and we end up in in all kinds of
0: different versions. You know why there are so many different versions, right?
1: Because there's more than one person involved.
0: It's all about interpretation and what agenda that you want to push.
1: I'm not on an agenda. Are you trying to accuse me of something? Are you? Oh my gosh! You, Frank, no, Frank. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not on. You, you'd think that I was trying to manipulate society through a, a podcast channel or something. I mean, no. would you? I can't believe that you would accuse me of doing something like that.
0: I mean, if it works, then yeah, why not?
1: Oh, oh, okay. Well, in that case, we yeah, c- yeah. we should just keep trying, then, right? Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. We can we can do that. You're getting sleepy. Actually, I am getting sleepy. <laughs> so, we, we better get through this before we forget about yeah, what we're talking about. Know, every, everything that happens in history is all about the interpretation of who tells the story. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's like the most popular book in history is the Bible. And how many versions of the Bible do we have?
1: Uh, 2.5.
0: Okay, well, that's uh, 2.5 different versions because they're. Two point five different interpretations.
1: Yeah, but my interpretation's right. By no,
0: the way. Then, then it would be three. As, 5. as
1: a uh, duly appointed uh, Padawan knuckle-dragger, I say that my version uh, <clears throat> is is correct. Everybody else's. Uh, now I should be able to pass, go and collect a bunch of money and
0: be famous, and um, or just know. go straight to jail, whichever one
1: well, I need to get the money in the big mansion first, right? In, in my fleet of uh, no, Shelby no, Mustangs. No, no, and, no, no, and no. The, no, no, no. the I, only
0: I, way that happens is if you drink the Kool-Aid and become...
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I I skipped a step. I yeah. should have consumed the Kool-Aid
0: first. Yes. All then right. Then See,
1: Frank, I'm glad you're here because I, I'd be all askew. But getting back to this, uh, this whole constitutional thing... Uh, we the, the one question a lot of us have that have been in, in law enforcement I'm not speaking for everybody that's been in law enforcement or anybody else outside of Frank and Fred here but the whole thing is uh, everybody wants a new rule everybody, well why aren't we doing something the, the devil spawn asks why aren't we do, doing something well, maybe the answer to that is they have no business to do anything <clears throat> excuse me, we already have laws on the book books we already have rules and regulations okay, why not why, uh, we, we talk about the, the proverbial weak link in any given chain. Okay. Well, it seems to me that we have several weak links within this ch- chain that we already have. So maybe that was done by design. So we have an impetus now to create new rules and laws, uh, in order to, uh, cons- further constrain our, uh, rights given to us through something called the constitution. I don't know, but the whole thing is, uh, uh, you know why don't the uh, the devil spawn do something about this and so uh, once again they give themselves an excuse to uh, tighten the rein if you will on things so uh, we we talk about red flag laws well you know that's that's innocuous isn't it that why, why do why would a, a gun owner a 2 a supporter be against red flag laws
0: Well... Oh. First of all, you know, the definition of a red flag law, you know, it, it allows friends and family to call your local department and say, hey, little Johnny, you know, he's not acting right and he's got guns. That is the quickest way to get somebody's guns taken away from them on a quote unquote short period of time.
1: Yeah, see, the thing is. Without
0: due process.
1: That's the whole point, right there. There's your sticky point Uh, for those people that are involved in criminal law. It's uh, something called uh, due process, (coughs) or lack thereof, (coughs) as a matter of fact. And Mm -hmm. that's the thing. There actually are some, uh, obviously, I I say throughout the the 50 states, there are a handful of red flag laws uh, that are actually well written. And actually do involve a a due process clause or excuse me they are written around a a notion of
0: due process well I know that the the latest version of it if you will Um, so after the initial confiscation we'll just call it that of uh, said firearms there is a court date set that you go in front of the judge and you say hey you know i am not mentally unstable and here is my proof but here's where the problem lies you may be cleared of you know the reasoning but there's no set turnaround time on when you get your firearms back oh wait we have to do that Mm-hmm. Yeah. so we have to give them back oh man and that's the thing so you know once it gets into the quagmire of the evidence room and you know everything else they get to the point like oh well I thought they were in this locker but they're not here they're, or oh they were destroyed or this oopsie area. they were damaged yeah
1: Oh my God, we weren't thinking we were you know uh, remodeling the place and oh we had no idea that vat of hot uh, liquid ooze was right yeah. next to your uh, evidence locker and
0: somehow. And so you know the, it, it, it's it's literally an open-ended scenario It's where once they have your firearms, you may get them back in a timely manner, or you may not ever get them back.
1: Now, there are actually some examples, um, and I'm quite familiar with one, as a matter of fact, Uh, years ago, so this is long before uh, the red flag laws were really known. um, Definitely not a a hot-button item at all. But um, there there was an individual that... uh, had been deemed unfit uh, and he had his firearms uh, confiscated uh, uh, through, uh, uh, through a process and uh, he was able to, well, legal counsel, he was able to uh, <coughs> um, end up getting them back. And uh, he got them back and within a few weeks... If I'm not mistaken, it may have been only a few days, um, I, uh, he chose to do some very bad things uh, <clears throat> and a police officer ended up getting shot and killed.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, was well, an
1: uh, AK-47 if I remember correctly. Yes, yes. And uh, that, was, um, that was quite a scenario. Um, actually, the, the Sunday prior, we were lifting weights together at the academy gym. Uh, prior to that day, so um, uh, the officer that, that was slain. Um, but at any rate, uh, there are uh, examples um, of where red flag laws do work, and um, I won't say don't work because the laws themselves don't work or not work. It's those of us who are responsible for exercising uh, <clears> the <throat> the the, um, the the law and um, the we have of said law. We, yes we have a number of uh, once again it goes back to interpretation we have different uh, and there again let's let's just back up one more step um, different states have different laws not all states have a red flag law not all states um, have a red flag law that is conducive to due process you know so there are some poorly written laws out there not just red flag laws, but poorly written laws, period. Uh, legally, they're uh, called vague and overbroad. And, and oftentimes that's how, especially when they make it up to um, um, uh, the Supreme Court level, uh, that's the, the terminology that they use, uh, oftentimes for poorly written laws or aspects of a, of a law or what have you. Vague and overreaching, more like it. it. It can be, yes, depending upon how it's written and and things like that. So once again, though, we go back to the lawmakers, all right, uh, the devil spawn that actually composes these laws. Okay, so my argument to this is, you know, what's the crux of the problem that we have today? Well, it's devil spawn. Okay, because what do we have? We have gun-free zones, which is what a <laughs> uh, target-rich environment target-rich for bad guys. Okay, that's what that is. Okay, that's that's what a, a gun free zone is. Okay, you label it a gun free zone, and you say, hey, you know, nobody's allowed to have a gun. Well, the bad guys do. Well, why do we call them bad guys? Because they don't abide to the law.
0: Hmm.
1: So once again, you know, I, I my my whole point is, um, we wouldn't be in the position that we're in if the devil spawn had not done what they've done uh, over the course of many years, and you know, it it, it didn't just take one or two decisions or one or two poorly written laws to get us to this point. We've been traveling to this point for a very, very long time. Decades. Decades. And so, um, uh, that's, that's where we're, we're getting to with that. But, and that also raises another question, you know, in my mind is, why not utilize what we already have? Like we talked about before. We have plenty of laws already on the books. Mm
0: -hmm. We already,
1: but look at, um, Let's take the ATF as an example. Okay, we have an ATF, we have all of a sudden a new rule that comes out. Okay, and I understand what rules are, but I also understand the differentiation to what a a law is. Okay, so in other words, if, if there's a rule that comes out, okay, that's a rule, but that's not a law. No. Okay, so wait a minute. We have had some examples in the past of... Rules being enforced. <laughs> okay. Whereas, oh, we are going to take away your freedom, or we are going to take away your firearms uh, because of a rule, a violation of a rule. Okay. But last time I checked, um, we're not called rule enforcement officers. No. I believe we're referred to as law enforcement officers. hmm so, maybe it's just me. Am I just not getting something here? Uh, you know, is this the, the the vernacular or the syntax just off a little bit? Or am I just like in La La Land or something?
0: No, I, I think it's, it's above our pay grade. They, uh, once you get up into the career devil spawn, they have no touch with reality and they just think whatever they say goes and it falls into the, oh that's right that tyranny thing do what i say or i'm going to take your freedom away well that's is
1: well that you're right but, but that goes back to my argument is that uh, the knuckle dragger way is the only way it's mm-hmm. the only true answer so you know in, in our minds um, the knuckle dragger decision is what counts so that's why we need to be, you know, famous and popular and have our mansions and our uh, our uh, vast collection of Shelby Mustangs and things like you uh, Corvettes or you know uh, whatever mm-hmm. uh, Di Tommaso, Panteras. You know, uh, I'm sorry, I digress. I, should, I just I start daydreaming and you know go <laughs> on and on and
0: on. <laughs>
1: but yeah, yeah, it it goes back to the uh, yeah the the Devil Spawn decision.
0: Um, yeah, they, it's. It's. It all comes down to one thing, like I said before. The Constitution is an inanimate object. Guns are an inanimate object. What the government is truly scared of is we the people.
1: Hirohito was, was afraid of we the people. Back exactly. in in World War II, the beginning of World War II. Why did you attack Pearl Harbor and not invade mainland United States? And his answer was. <laughs> There's a gun behind every blade of grass. Yes, and the last time I checked, uh, since the 1940s, the number of guns behind blades of grasses, gra- gra- grasses has uh, multiplied
0: exponentially,
1: it, including the grasses. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have the Kentucky bluegrass, we have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Okay. clears throat> so yeah, yeah, we uh, we get into that.
0: And yeah. and the only way that they you know the government can Push that agenda is, you know, attack the only thing that we have that, you know, we hold <laughs> quite uh, precious, and that's the Constitution and the Second Amendment. That's
1: that's why our, us Americans are so endeared to our firearms.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's this country was founded on firearms.
1: Not so nice guys with muskets.
0: I mean, you know, it's just, it's how it is. If you get all the way down to it and look at it, you had a bunch of pissed off guys that were tired of being told what to do and tired of paying some fat slob across the pond. And they said, no, we're not going to do it. So what they do, they killed people and said, now we're a country. Come screw with us.
1: And then they sent the Hessians. Mm -hmm. Those damn Hessians. I'll tell you, they were some evil, evil folk.
0: So, you know, and that's what they're scared of. And the only thing they can attack is that Second Amendment. Yes. And, you know, whether you agree with it or don't agree with it, it's irrelevant because it is what it is, and it's not going to go anywhere.
1: Well, we've had... Several uh, quote-unquote attacks on the on the Constitution, uh, and <clears throat> that's the thing. And the Second Amendment's one. Obviously, we've had our fair share of problems with the First Amendment, apparently, mm-hmm. over the last few years, especially. So, uh, once again, it's uh, it's a uh, a New World Order-backed uh, scenario because we don't. What other country has a constitution like ours? None. That, it, that I mean, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Um, and we see examples of that in other countries nearby, <clears throat> as a matter of fact.
0: Well, I, I, here's one that sticks out in my mind. So, Australia. They banned all guns. And they thought, oh, well, that's going to solve all the crime. The crime spiked after the guns went away. Really? Well, what the hell do you think's going to happen here?
1: You mean bad guys were still bad guys?
0: Mhm. Even without guns? Yeah. Wow. The the quote-unquote gun <laughs> violence went down, but you know, the uh, the number of bludgeoning uh, violence went up, no. stabbings went up. I I hate to strangulation it. went
1: up. And and it, once again, you just touched on another uh typical hot button type uh, of uh, argument and um I can tell you, anybody with a high school education or a high school level class of of chemistry or physics under their belt, um, I'm going to tell you, you don't need guns to wreak havoc. Uh, As a matter of fact, you can wreak far more havoc, which we're not going to go any farther than that because we are not going to teach people how to wreak havoc in public. But that's the thing. Um, uh, There are a myriad of other avenues to take, if you will, uh, if one were so inclined to do uh, serious damage to a person or an entity or a group or an area. Um, And once again, we... most people don't remember or don't pay too much of attention or remember uh, that uh, there was a certain um, irritated former, I think he was former Army, uh, you know, that guy that decided to blow up the federal building in Oklahoma.
0: Oh, that guy. You know. Um, Timothy oh. McVeigh.
1: Yeah, Mr. McVeigh, that's it. Yeah, <clears throat> i, I if memory serves, I don't think he shot a bunch of people. No. No, I don't think he utilized a firearm. Now, he may have had one in his possession when he was conducting his acts. I don't know. Um, I don't remember that part. I, I
0: believe when they caught him, he had a pistol on it
1: Yeah, but I don't think he actually uh, fired the pistol and actually mm-hmm. uh, hurt, maimed, or killed anyone with a pistol. No. So, uh, once again, there's uh, there are examples out there um, where... Uh, a firearm is not needed to uh, create a great deal of havoc um, upon any part of society. So,
0: yeah, but the, yeah. it's all. The government's just trying to do it by um, legislation.
1: Well, you can't legislate character either. That's another aspect of this. Um, But um, now one more topic that we wanted to get to uh, that is, uh, once again, it's kind of like a red flag law. It's been uh, kind of a hot button topic um, over the last year, two years or so, and that's constitutional carry. And um, depending upon the state, I think we're up to, what, 28, 29 states, I think, in the union that have some sort yeah. Of or version of a, a constitutional carry law, and uh, once again the, the typical uh, argument against that is, well, now everybody has a gun. You know, now now bad guys can have guns, and of course that's not the case. Bad
0: guys had guns before.
1: Well, and that's I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this, and I know I'm probably going to irritate uh, or upset a great deal of law enforcement officers. I hope not but once again, I'm going by experience here. Um, Being a police officer working in multiple states and multiple areas from small towns to inner city, large metropolitan areas, uh, I can tell you that uh, I could care less whether or not somebody had a gun permit, okay? The people uh, of whom I contacted or approached, um, I approached in a certain tactical, or utilizing, I should say, a certain tactical methodology. Okay. Like most of us do. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So I really could care less whether or not somebody has a gun permit. Okay. What I do care about is if somebody's armed and of course how they utilize that firearm. And of course, once again, I will say that, uh, you treat everybody as if they are, as if they are armed, uh, until you know for sure that they're not. But that's the whole thing. It's, it's all about, I, in my mind, I'm just going to say proper training. Cause once again, that's a hot button issue that we'll probably go back to a number of times throughout the channel. And just like, Hey, what's up with some of these, uh, uh, training MOs that, that are being practiced right now. Um, and kind of beyond us, I guess, in certain ways. But, um, the whole thing is we have some, uh, higher up, uh, higher echelon, uh Uh, maybe supervisors or heads of law enforcement agencies uh, stating that, uh, oh my gosh, police officers are going to die because of constitutional carry. And I'm sorry, but I got to tell you that that's a bunch of hog crap. And if you're not trained properly, well, (laughs) you you may end up getting hurt, maimed, injured, dead because of lack of training or uh, a poor level of training. But you are not going to get dead as a police officer because of constitutional carry.
0: No. So I'm just going to say anything. Constitutional carry it it tips the scales um, towards more of an even keel because now, yes, there is a percentage of the populace that you know they have a permit and they carry. But then there's the other portion of society that does not have a permit, for whatever reason they don't have one, but now with constitutional carry, like in this state, it's going to kick off on July 1, now they have an avenue to where they can legally carry a gun. So that means, yes, there's going to be more guns on the street. And now, guess what? Billy Bob bad guy pulls his gun out. Well, now you have four other good guys that normally wouldn't have a gun. Well, now they do. So now, like I said, the scales are even keel.
1: Well, that and for most people out there, most people that do carry firearms, um, most people will still have a permit of some sort because uh, they have family in different states or Mm -hmm. they travel for business or what have you. So um, obviously, first and foremost, uh, whatever state you're in, read your law, number one. (laughs) Number two, uh, just because one state has constitutional carry does not mean that everybody has
0: constitutional carry. And that's the one thing that people don't seem to understand. Constitutional carry ends at the state line.
1: Yes, and it, it, it's, uh, you know, there is no national, national uh, you know, constitutional carry law. I
0: mean, just like, you know, our state's permit, Now, if you don't have reciprocity, you might as well not have a permit because you know, if they don't recognize it, then you're just as, you know, in the same category as a bad guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the whole thing. The argument for that is, well, it's a constitutional uh, right, so why do I have to pay for you know, a, a fee or what have you?
0: Or you and there are a lot of people here happened? that they, you know, that's their mindset, and that's why they do not have a permit. Yes, exactly. Because they, uh, it's a point of principle for mm-hmm. a lot of people.
1: But, uh, yeah, that's why we also have uh, things like the Utah Non-Resident Permit and things. So uh, if your state, uh, once again, always uh, verify the reciprocity of your gun permit. Uh, And just like in our state, and once again, it differs state to state, so you have to be familiar with your state's laws. But uh, as an example, uh, like in our state, if uh, you happen to have a, a permit to carry, and you go on private property, like into a um, uh, uh, shopping mall or something like that, and they do not allow firearms. Uh, then uh, your carry permit, at least in this state, is null and void on that property. So, um, you know,
0: uh, unless of course you have this kind of permit.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. That yeah, we there there is a specific type of permit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's called a. Uh, state law enforcement officer certification uh valid i should say yes
0: (laughs) it kind of supersedes your private property exemption
1: yes yes Yes. and uh yes i i can uh, well i'm not going to get into that but yeah there were (laughs) there were some situations as a police officer i get called to a scene and of course uh somebody has to uh, make the notion because they happened to have they had a prior consultation with uh, Mr. Obvious and yeah. uh, they say, oh my uh, sir mm-hmm. yes uh, you're armed <laughs> yes I have three of them <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well oh, this we, we don't allow guns on our property okay you called me to this property exactly. well yeah but we don't allow guns to this property then why did you call me to this property okay so what's the problem it sounds like a self-correcting problem in my mind but hey you know yeah so we we've had to uh deal with a a few things like that and in the past but um yes and then of course the the other thing i just love is it, it one one just one more reason i don't watch the evening news or the morning news or the afternoon news Armed police officers arrived to the scene.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, what, really? what are we, we in London? You know, we got this nightsticks and.
1: Well, apparently, you know, in, in some situation, you know what? We need to go back to that whole fire stick thing. You mm-hmm. know, that that's what we really need to do. Yeah. Because I think mm-hmm. if we showed up with fire sticks instead of firearms, oh my gosh, people would just be freaking out and the bad guys would freak out about that. I mean, oh, I'm telling you.
0: Well could you imagine there. you step out of the car with a baseball bat laced with barbed wire? Well, I, I,
1: there you go. You, there's a story that I I might have to tell, involving something very similar. Or <laughs> <laughs> you, you you just you just got me thinking about a very poignant community policing story uh, of which I was a part that.
0: Uh, you okay, can save that for later.
1: I can save it for later because we're talking about guns now and this doesn't yeah. really pertain directly to guns. So I want to mm. stick to the topic. Uh, I don't want to digress too much. So, uh, but, but yes, exactly. When armed police officers arrive to the scene to take
0: care of the problem. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just. That whole constitutional carry, I. You know yeah it's gonna make our job you know quote-unquote a little more difficult for the uh, untrained or um, somebody who lacks experience sure but when you treat everybody the same like I don't care if it's you know an 82-year-old grandma cruising in her, uh, you know, Grand Marquis, you're going to treat her like she's got a 44 Special.
1: Well, I'll give you an example.
0: It's proven that she doesn't.
1: Well, actually, I did. I'll I'll give you a perfect example. It was around midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, doing a traffic stop in a very rural area on a major interstate, and a little old lady's driving all by herself. And um, I walk up to the car and I'm greeted with a muzzle of a 38 revolver pointed at me.
0: Like, how you doing?
1: And she basically, obviously, I knew she <clears throat> wasn't trying. To, I, mean, I say obviously. Once again, there are uh, a number of variables of which I'm not getting into on the story. But uh, my point is, uh, as, as I saw the muzzle, uh, <laughs> as I'm approaching the B pillar, I quickly reached out and nice uh, and gently grabbed the firearm from her hand and brought it right back out, so I did not have the muzzle pointing at me. And uh, basically, her story was, uh, officer, I'm glad you stopped me because I needed to give this to somebody. I said, well, ma'am, uh, <laughs> depending upon your definition of gift... <laughs> and uh, I'm glad you didn't really want to give me the bullets, right? Just the weapon, and (laughs) she started laughing. I'm sorry, I've never handled the gun before. I said, not a problem, ma'am. We're okay, Uh, but I do have a couple quick questions for you. Uh, Number one, do you have any more of those (laughs) in the vehicle that I need to know about (laughs) before we go any further? And she started laughing. She says, oh no, I only found the one. I said, okay, good. (laughs) Uh, So, Yes, there, you can be uh, uh, introduced uh, with a firearm by a little old lady on a traffic stop in the middle of nowhere, uh, even though she does not have the intent to do you harm. Um, but once again, uh, there's another example of any given situation that could have been handled differently or, or had something gone differently. Um,
0: and see, somebody with um, <clears throat> minimal experience, that could have turned... Quite deadly.
1: Well, it could have, because once again, the first time you see a muzzle pointed at you, um, you I'm going to tell you from plenty of experiences that's it's a very uh, indescribable feeling uh, that you get at the pit of your gut. <laughs> it's like, oh, <"Whoa." laughs> yeah. yeah you know, your so,
0: stomach gets a notch, your butthole puckers up, and yeah. you're like, oh, oh boy.
1: But once again, we go into that that uh, quick training notion is that if you're trained. Uh, to a certain level then your training kicks in okay and and things you go into automatic mode and uh, you're still assessing situations you're still assessing the the variables involved and all that stuff Um, but yes um, depending upon uh, the the officers experience um, and level of training um, yes things can be handled quite differently so Uh, And that goes, I I don't care if you have a gun permit or not, Um, and and I still highly recommend that people, um, you know, if you are stopped or something like that, you know, or have contact, I should say, with a police officer and they're uh, having to ask you questions or investigate something, then uh, it would always be uh, a wise decision to say, hey, you know, uh, if you are armed, hey, I'm I'm armed and, and here here are my hands <laughs> my empty hands um, and I happen to be you know either donning a firearm or perhaps I have it within my reach or something like that you
0: know it does bring up a good question if I am not mistaken when I was in the academy oh, we no. were talking we about again. this um <clears throat> The, um, the question of, do you have any firearms in the vehicle, was taken off the table. Because it's constitutional carry, they alluded that you're not able to ask that question.
1: Well, I can... It, <clears throat> there are a number of questions I can ask... Now, whether mm-hmm. I get an answer is a different story. But you I know, can ask be, you if you before, like pepperoni
0: pizza. You know, because normally, like, you... you When you run your checks, uh, it'll come up. Dispatch will say, you know, hey, he's got a permit. So, you know, you kind of have that in the back of your mind. And, you know, you ask, do you have any you have firearms in the vehicle? But the way it was... The way that it was put out was with the constitutional carry you're not able to ask that question anymore.
1: And why would that be? They didn't say. See, once again it goes back to number one, I assume automatically. Mm -hmm. If if I have contact with a, whether it's a traffic stop uh, I might be doing a Terry stop which uh, we'll get into some of that stuff later, but a Terry stop is a Um, basically a traffic stop without a car or cars. Okay. So, uh, but the whole thing is I already make that assumption that that person's armed until I know otherwise. Mm -hmm. And when I say I know otherwise that I have confirmed otherwise. Now, once again, it depends upon uh, what my purpose is, uh, for the contact. You know, there's, there's so many other variables involved with this, but But my point is, uh, why not ask if you happen to have any firearms? I'm just, uh, you know, uh, normally I I don't ask. Like I said, because of um, prior training and experience, I make an assumption that that person's armed. Uh, Now once again, it it would be, uh, my interest would be heightened quite a bit if the contact turns into an arrest if you will, oh, yeah. or something like that. That's well, a different see, story. And,
0: and that's the thing. Once you actually affect the arrest, then the the steps that you do after that are completely different. Right. Compared to a traffic stop. hmm You know, then, yeah, you, you're going through everything, and you're going to find whatever they have.
1: Well, and another aspect of this, something that we did uh, when I worked the road, uh, obviously, it's been a long time since I did it full time, but the whole thing is, um, it, it, it pretty much rolled off of our, our tongues. Okay, do you happen to have any weapons, uh, bazookas, uh,
0: hand grenades, hand
1: grenades, anything like that? So, excuse me, that question didn't pertain just to firearms. Excuse me, do you happen to have any weapons that I need to know about? Okay, and as before that would because that would uh, excuse me be due to the contact at that point in time would have been elevated to the point to where I would have to conduct a, a pat down or something because, Hey, we have to do further investigation or we have to make an arrest
0: or what have you. Yeah. and That was usually so, followed up with, you know, do you have anything that's going to cut me, stick me, poke right, me?
1: Exactly. Because once again, we're talking about weapons in general. We're not talking about firearms because once again, uh, there are things that are, uh, that can be far worse than firearms. Uh, and we'll get into that, the tactical aspects to that stuff later on. But yes, exactly, especially if we have to, it may not be uh, an arrestable scenario. It may be, look, you know, on a traffic stop, uh, hey, we've got to tow your vehicle because of lack of registration or some serious thing like that. It's, hey, we're not, you're not under arrest. Uh, you know, you can arrange a ride, you know, we'll be here, you know, blah, 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 whatever. But before we, before I tow the vehicle, I have to inventory the vehicle. You know, so we we have to go through that process. And uh, so when we ask questions like that, it's, okay, hey, uh, you know, if there's something of value that you need out of the vehicle, here you go. You know, take it with you or what have you or make arrangements. Uh, But those are the reasons or a sample of some reasons why we would ask uh, questions like that as far as, hey, are you armed or do do you have any hand grenades on you or any any blades that we need to know about or anything like that. Okay, great.
0: And you can always chalk it up to, you know, officer safety. You know, if anybody ever says, why did you ask this question, it's officer safety.
1: Officer safety, once again, based upon my training experience, um, you know, when you can, um, uh, well, yeah, We'll, we'll get into it to more of this stuff, uh, we're, we're going to start getting into some broaching other topics real quick <laughs> and then we're yeah. going to end up down another rabbit hole, but, uh, yeah, that's why we, um, uh, we, we have to be careful. we got to curtail a few things here and there, but stay tuned to future <laughs> episodes for, <laughs> for, uh, <laughs> a uh, better explanation to the last, uh, myriad of points that we've made. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but at any rate, the the whole thing with firearms, uh, as we were joking about it at the beginning, uh, gun control is is all about safety. Uh, Make sure that uh, (laughs) you you, you know how to um, uh, properly and safely operate your firearm and um, uh, that you... well, I, 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 I got to be careful. I, it's about well, okay. I, I, I'll, I I'll say
0: I don't give a shit. So, uh, there's two different uh, two different stables uh, when you talk about gun control. You know, there's the one you just talked about. But then there's also the governmental gun control, which where they want to just uh, take all of your guns away from you. And... Um, yeah. Or you just can't use them for self-defense. You can have yeah. a single-shot slingshot, but you can't use it
1: for self-defense. Yeah. Where, where was that at? I... Our neighbors to the north, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
0: Canada has mm-hmm. that. You can have a gun, but you can't use it for self-defense. Well,
1: remember, they don't have a constitution like we do either. Huh. Yeah. 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 Tyranny. See, that, that, that pesky little piece of paper that people are trying to
0: do away with here. Hmm. I, I think it's, it's really funny that the, the ones that are trying to tell you guns are bad and take away your guns are the ones that are being surrounded by guys with guns. You don't say. Yeah.
1: Imagine really? That. Huh? Kind of like that. Uh, <clears throat> there, there there were a couple of uh, representatives of the last several years that have been ardent gun control advocates that, uh, Happen to uh, carry firearms themselves. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, I think those are called hypocrites. Well, it's one of you know what? What is it? Um,
0: Idiots, well, morons.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Jackasses. Well, double spawn. I'm just gonna. Yeah. Get, that That's 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 exactly well one one of many reasons why they're double spawn. So.
0: Yeah, do what I say, not what I do. There you go. There you go. So. Well, with that, <clears throat>
1: you uh, you heard it from a couple of knuckle draggers. Uh-huh. All about gun control.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, until next time, we shall see you later. Bye now.